0: Creative. creative What's your execution. process? What's your process? Creative. What's creative I'm your host, Brianna Elmore, and this is the Creative Conversations Podcast presented by One Choice Magazine. Welcome to the Creative Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Elmore, and today we have another amazing creative human friend, Taylor Britt. She is an accomplished producer, singer, actress, and writer, and today we are about to be dropping gems on gems, and I'm so excited to share her with you guys today. So without further ado, here is Miss Taylor Brooks.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so <laughs> excited to be here. You are amazing at everything as well.
0: <laughs> I'm so excited to have you. Like, listen, y'all, we got this creative roster is something serious at this point. And so <laughs> I'm so excited to have you here. So excited to know you and all that good stuff. And I'm very excited to share you with the audience for this podcast. So give us a little bit about your journey and how we got all them hyphens in that multi-hyphenated <laughs> title.
1: <laughs> so um I've been performing since I could literally walk or talk or anything. I've been Um, in the little school productions since you know pre-k and I really found my love and passion for the performing arts then Um, and as I got older and I learned the other side of like you know the plays and seeing how things were put together and then when I got into middle school I got into journalism and so I wish you working with cameras and so um I went to college and I've tried to do journalism, but we didn't have a journalism program. So I ended up being in just the film sphere. And Mm -hmm. so, and I kind of made the shift from being only in front of the camera to being behind it and learning how to shoot things. And I really fell in love with producing. Because it's it's great to know how to, you know, use the camera and the lights and everything. But it is so much more fun to hire people who are amazing at it and just run yeah. it. And so um, I kind of... But listen, make no mistake. You are amazing at both. Let's be clear.
0: <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> sure it's, I'm sure it's got different different sides of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's really fun. Um, I learned that I, I just like... Because um, I'm even into event planning on the side. I just like being able to see, you know, have an idea and know what I'm looking for, how to use what, like, other people are looking for, other creatives, and then we just see it all come together and just to plan it out, and so that's really fun for me, but, Mm -hmm. so I just have, like, a love for both, both sides of everything. Yes, and
0: I think that that's important. I feel like, um, I'm, I feel like I'm similar in that way. I like to get the more cohesive understanding of everything. Like, I would love to do in front of the camera, but also I'm very interested in the behind the camera work too because I feel like when you put out certain art and you put out different things, it's important for you to understand how it all works and how it all feeds into each other. So.
1: I think when you experience both the front of the camera and then behind the scenes, you just have a greater appreciation for both sides. And then also it helps you to understand like, okay, as a director or as a producer, like, okay, I've been an actress before, so I know what the actress needs. Or mm-hmm. as an actress, it's like, okay, if it's not working, they're looking for something else. So it's just, it's it helps you to try to anticipate what the other side needs in order to work more cohesively stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And I think that even like being a PA, right you understand the production and it's like sometimes people may not want to be pAs but i enjoy getting different pa experiences because when as you progress in your career you're going to eventually be like okay i'm going to care about it from the talent to the mm-hmm. pAs to Anybody that's got to, even people that's got to deliver crafty or something like I'm going to care about all these different things because I and I'm going to know how all these different pieces are supposed to look, how they're supposed to move, so that everything can be smooth and everybody can feel like everything is good to go on all fronts because I think it's important to, I think that's another reason why I think it's so important to know all the different aspects of producing something and Mm -hmm. to getting some content out. Because when you know those little pieces and those little bits and pieces and those moving parts, um, you care about executing and you care about everybody's experience from the production. So, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you can get a great turnout, but, you know, PAs were dogs on this production or you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying or like stuff was a complete mess and it's just the luck of the draw that this turned out like something mm-hmm. but stuff was completely unorganized and I um, and I definitely have talked to uh, some of our other friends who've been on the podcast about that it's just like and you feel when it's not organized as a PA, as talent as a mm-hmm. director, producer you feel when stuff isn't Super organized so I think that being able to have those all those different hyphens and have all that experience in all those different places it helps contribute to how I'm going to do something when it's my turn to be in charge of something and it's Mm -hmm. like how I want people to leave my production feeling I want them to feel like wow this was a good situation or Brianna really did try you know, even if, you know, even if some stuff, you know, nothing's going to really go perfectly, I think, on any set, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know, okay, we still feel value. We felt safe. We felt, you know, like we mattered when we contributed to it. And we can be proud of this production.
1: Right. You yeah, know, definitely. I think with, you know, the recent almost um, shutdown uh, with the um what do you call it, with the union, the strike that almost Mm -hmm. happened. I think it's really important to, no matter how far we go with things, and, you know, we're going straight to the top, but um, to always remember that there are people working, you know, at every level that do matter. And Mm -hmm. um, I worked on one production. And I just remember, like you said, when, when you work on it, you know, like, if I was in charge, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And so I had the opportunity to produce um, a short film that my um, roommate and good friend at the time, well, we're still good friends, roommate at the time, good friend (laughs) all the time. Um, he wrote and directed Drew. Um, I believe you spoke with him as well. Yes, and, and Drew is
0: a friend of the pod, okay? A friend in real life and a friend of the pod. So yes, <laughs> you know Drew Allen up in here,
1: okay? Yes, <laughs> and so um, he had asked me to produce for that project, so I had the opportunity to do so. And having worked on sets, I just was like, you know what? I love when we rap and there's like a little rap gift. And so, um, I've always been big on like writing notes. And so I wrote the entire cast and crew, like a note, you know, just thanking them for their time. And like, that was just something I wanted to do. And then I had somebody Mm -hmm. reach out to me like, Hey, this actually meant so much. And it's just the small things, but it matters. Like you want to make people feel like they, what they contributed was important because it is like, Mm -hmm. regardless of what anyone's doing, it wouldn't have happened without them. So.
0: Yeah. I'm a note person too. I really, that's, I feel like words of aff is my love language. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. I love that, but you know, I feel like I like a little combo of all of them, but I really love mm-hmm. words of affirmation though. That like, cause that permeates, like you always remember how somebody can leave you you know, how you mm-hmm. felt after something. Like, you always remember how people make you feel. And it's like, mm-hmm. we have positive words of affirmation. We're being positive and uplifting to each other. That's what's going to stick more than anything else to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, so.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yes.
0: Yeah, so, and I think that that's really sweet that you take that time to do that. But also, y'all, Taylor is a hostess with the mostest. And so <laughs> she really... <laughs> She, she really, really, really takes the time to make sure that things are special and curated and we feel good after it. And she's good at it. I have always felt good. So <laughs>
1: oh, Thank you. That means a lot.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. And so my next question for you is because you do the performing, you do the behind the scenes and in front of the camera, can you explain the dynamics and like what you love about each thing that you do. But then also, aside from that, um, which one, do you prefer one over the other or does it does it depend? So I wanna know, like, you know, oh, it's like, okay, what do you like about both? But then also, which ones might be better? Which one do you find yourself leaning
1: towards? Oh gosh, okay. So performance has always been my first love. I always say it's my passion. Um, my mom always tells this story. I'm the only child put them out mm-hmm. there but um <laughs> she used to have an alarm clock when she was pregnant with me and so her alarm clock was like a song it would just no, it would play the radio when it came on and she said every time I would like just kick or whatever and she's like oh my child's gonna be a performer <laughs> and she was right um I've just there is something so invigorating about being able to make a performance come to life to just, you know, when you're on stage, it's, you know, it's nerve wracking. You have nerves. I, I have never performed and not felt like jitters, um, mm-hmm. but it's just something about seeing the crowd, seeing you perform. Um, it's just, it's amazing. It's like, there's no rush like it. When someone comes up to, to you after the fact and they're like, oh, you know, I connected to this because of this, this is going on in my life. And it just, you either made me laugh or you made me cry or I just, I felt you. and. Mm-hmm. That is just my favorite thing about it. Um, you know, as a consumer, when I'm listening to music, or when I'm watching something, that's, you know, the way that I connect people. So being able to do that with other people, just it just I don't even really have a way to explain it, but it just makes me feel so alive. Like mm-hmm. um, I did a project back in school and it was like, where's your favorite place? And I was like on a stage because it just feels so much like home because where you're creating and you're feeling and you're putting on a show that's going to, at the very least, like entertain people for a little bit. So that's yeah. probably my favorite thing in the entire earth. So um, I do also love production. I love being a producer. Um, like I said, being able, well, I am an only child. And so for that in that way, I like things a certain way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so... As a producer, you kind of have control over a lot of things. Um, you get to you know, pick and choose when things are gonna happen. Of course, you take into consideration everyone's schedules and um, people's desires, what the director wants, what they're looking for, but you kind of have a final say on a lot of things. And that's one of my favorite things is like, okay. Like, for example, with the camera and everything, like I can't do X, Y, and Z, but I know who can and who's gonna do it great. Um, Mm -hmm. And so just being able to work with people and like utilize people's strengths and kind of direct in that way is Mm -hmm. cool to me. And then also, like, I just really like planning and you get to do a lot of planning with um, being in production and just it's to me working on the other side of production, like behind the scenes not in whatever aspect I'm doing it. I used to. um, So before the covid um, and Mm -hmm. the pandemic and everything that crazy year. I interned <laughs> at The View and it's just okay. an internship. Like I didn't have a big role or anything, but just being a part of something that, you know, people are experiencing, it feels like its own performance in a way because you're creating still, it's not you personally, like someone else is on camera, someone else is, you know, delivering the story or delivering the news or whatever is being um, put out there, but you're still a part Of the machine that's putting it out so like even as an intern I'm running and getting coffee but it's like this coffee (laughs) was given to this host that then touched this person and it just feels Mm -hmm. like um and maybe this is like a selfish way to look at it but like it feels good to be able to give back to someone in any kind of way and like performance Mm -hmm. it makes me happy but I also feel like if we're making somebody else happy, we're doing a great job. And so I like both sides of it. I think I lean, I lean more into performance because I do like, you know, being in the spotlight and being able to mm-hmm. do it myself. But even from the other side of thing, it's just, it just feels like, wow, I'm a part of something and I'm doing something and it's impacting people. So I really love it. I love both sides. Oh my goodness.
0: That is like, that was such a good way to like bring it around because I, um, I definitely, um, I was in a choir class from sixth grade to 12th grade. Mm-hmm. And so um, I definitely love doing the performance as well. So you definitely resonated with me because it's like, you know, we love the performance. We love to see the performance too. So I can only imagine like, it's just to me, I feel like it's the pride of the work. And what you're doing, because it's just like, of course, you take roles and different things and you try different things and you stretch yourself differently with each role and try to tell different stories and give yourself some type of variety. But then also behind the scenes, you can create where those things may not exist, because sometimes, like, do you feel frustrated or more motivated as a producer, when you are the talent and you see a certain like story being depicted or you only see certain opportunities, it's like, does it fuel you to create what you don't see? Are you more drawn to do it or feel more obligated to create it when you don't already see it?
1: So um first of all, Staffs the Choir, I was in Choir too, period, we represent, but also- Okay,
0: okay, wait, 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 hold on. What section you <laughs> repping in the, what section
1: you repping? I Me. Mean, bow toes, always hold it down. Period. <laughs> <laughs> always. the sopranos is cute you know that's you cute, cute that's, that's the fun yeah. they're they great now but the altos let me tell you altos <laughs> the heart of
0: the choir if you know, you know you know
1: <laughs> <laughs> but definitely and then back to sorry side note yes yes, yes, yes i had to, i had to ask real
0: quick What set you <laughs> references? we need to know oh, always
1: always <laughs> um but yeah, um, I, part of my major that I did study, I studied, um, like representation and film and mm-hmm. I had no idea how deeply it ran. I just knew from my experience and the things that I grew up with. And as you know, a dark skinned um, black girl mm-hmm. that, you know, I didn't grow up seeing a whole lot of me and my mom, every time we went to the, the mall would be like, look, there's Gabrielle Union on this movie poster. She's beautiful. Right. And so are you, because I actually grew up, um, when I was little, for a very short time cause my mom put it into that, but I had like a, a slight <laughs> complex because all I've seen in TV and media were like these mixed girls or these light-skinned mm-hmm. girls with really loose wave, you know, just, um, or, you know, when Black women are shown, they're shown in a bad light. And so, mm-hmm. you know, growing up, that's just, something that you're exposed to. And I don't think we take into account how much media shapes your, um, the way you see the world. Mm-hmm. And, um, I did grow out of that. My mom put it into it. She was like, absolutely. Shout not out ridiculous. to Mama. Uh, shout uh, out yes. to Mama for getting yes. ahead
0: of that. She was like, what we not going to do is this. No. <laughs> uh,
1: yes. Yeah. So, um, she was like, I'm raising a, a proud little, um, chocolate girl. So that was mm-hmm. that. But as I grew up and like began to study it, I was like, you know what? I can write what I've gone through. Like, I've I've lived through it and, you know, you're not supposed to write your story, which, okay, great. But um, I do notice that we don't really have, like, a college-age... Um, TV show that's not, like, murder and drama and everyone is having, like, these wild affairs. It's like, okay, well, you know, in high school and college, we weren't we weren't doing all that, so, like, maybe let's write I, this. Yeah, you know?
0: I was going to say, I don't know what high school some people was at, but I <laughs> certainly was not living that lifestyle. Like, I was just over here, like... Trying to figure out how to flat iron my hair, and then like I look back at it and I'm like, oh my god, my duck was so greasy and crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I thought we was killing it. We really did. Thought we, was we, like, did. We, thought we was eating the girls up.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> you know,
1: I'm gonna just tell myself at the time we were. We, time, we were. Yeah. That's
0: all I can do is say that because maybe <laughs> <baby, laughs> looking back, it's like let me just turn that photo. Right. I don't know. If
1: Listen. Heard. Yeah, but. Um, and so I'm just, honestly, and I, I do put an asterisk here, I, writing isn't my first passion, um, mm-hmm. there, you know, but I feel the need to be a writer because I don't see what I want to see. I'm not mm-hmm. seeing, you know what I mean? Like that, that is what pushed me to be a writer. Cause it's like, you know what? I do it myself. Like right. <laughs> somebody can find a script, they can borrow the idea, but I just, if it's not out there, I can push this little idea that I had. So, um, definitely I do find, um a drive and a a challenge in the fact that I haven't always seen. And luckily we've been blessed to have a lot of creators with a similar mindset because in recent years, we have had a ton of new content being pushed out that do, you know, reflect um, like things that weren't necessarily receiving any representation or good representation. And um, Mm -hmm. one of the things that I'm proud of, that was literally next to nothing, but I, um, hair love that just came out. Um, mm-hmm. like I think during the pandemic, so I think that was 2020, but yeah. I had, that was my first thing I ever backed. I paid like $25 in college. I was so broke. <laughs> I was so broke. It was like my last little $30 and I was like, this man is creating positive media for a little um, brown-skinned girl, you know, with her little curly hair. And I was like, it's going to be a short, it's going to be a cartoon, and I really don't have any money. But I get behind this because mm-hmm. it's so important. And, like, when it released, you know, I think it even won an Oscar, but it touched so many people. And it's just, like, we need that. It's necessary. Like, growing it's up, so my, important. Mama, yeah, my mom fought for me to see me in a positive light. And it would just be so much easier if we didn't have media representing in a negative way for, to combat that anyway, because everybody doesn't have a mom that's going to be like, no, 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 you are great. You are. Right. Even though disregard yeah. you know, got all this, I'm hoping that, you know, as time goes on and as we create, we can have media that shows people growing up like, no, we're all fabulous. You know, we can exactly. all be whatever we want to be. So, yeah, that's my that's my drive and that knowing what I, you know, what I grew up with and also what I see and yeah. So are you looking for a lifestyle magazine that challenges your mindset and spirit? Do you need recipes to help you eat healthier and fitness tips that target your body type and needs? check out One Choice Magazine, your trusted resource for wellness, personal growth, and spiritual development. Read articles that educate, uplift, and inspire readers to live well. Get the latest issue at onechoicemag.com.
0: So my next question is like, in the roles that you that you take on, because you're not the person creating those, so how do you make those decisions to to do that? Because sometimes it's like, okay, I think that there is sometimes lies a dilemma that the creative has to have, especially when you do performances and you take on projects that you didn't create yourself. So with that, how do you select it because it's like it's a balancing act between getting that portfolio up and getting those experiences up so that you can kind of, so that you can eventually take on what you want to do and take on the only the projects that, you want, you know what I'm saying, as opposed mm-hmm. to taking what's available, so how do you balance that, or has there ever been a time where you, uh, you don't have to name, like, productions because <laughs> we don't want to, but, like, you know, has there ever been a time where you just took a role where it was, like, it didn't necessarily feel like you, or you wasn't all in? but like mm-hmm. you still gave it your all because sometimes as a creative, we still have to give it our all to showcase what we can do, but we may not be able, we may not be like all in to it. You know what I'm saying? Do that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm.
1: No, I understand. Um, I uh, Let's see. I don't know. I, I've luckily not had any roles that I've, you know, auditioned for or been offered that I was like, absolutely like, no, <laughs> I would never in a million years um, I have, and this is, uh, I say it with, you know, whatever, but, um, I've played a lot of white roles. Like I know for a fact that they were written for white people, like, yeah. just, but um, it was never anything that made me have to compromise, like who I am or my beliefs or anything. One thing I don't play about, I am a Christian woman. Um, I do have a relationship with God. And one thing I'm never, ever, ever, <laughs> you will not catch it. I'm not going to be in anything that's going to disagree with what I believe in. Like that's just something mm-hmm. I'm very strongly in, um I've never auditioned for anything that's going to portray black women in a bad light. Like I just don't, like I just, mm-hmm. I. it can be offered to me. It would have to be, no, I was going to say it had to be so much money and so much opportunity for me to even consider, yeah. but it's not for me. I read somewhere the other day where like, I wouldn't put us in a position to accept something that would make us compromise who we are and if, mm-hmm. if we get in that situation that's not for us so I would turn it down um but no the closest I ever had I was in this musical and um like I said I, I, every role I played it's been like a, a white girl <laughs> um and it was a community and it was pushing it for me like it was a very risque it was a lot of Mm -hmm. like skin show and it was a lot of like these racial undertones because um, not racial it was um like culture because it was like based on a Jewish community it was just a lot Mm -hmm. and I really had to think every time I went to rehearsal like are you comfortable with this is this Mm -hmm. something because the the musical is a it's like a political stance like it's so it's not these are your views but I'm yeah. just like this is the character you're playing this is how you're going to be perceived are you okay with that and I ended up not being in it not for my choice <laughs> like I didn't it wasn't my decision to not continue mm-hmm. on with it but it was something that I really had to truly think about and um as a background actress it's funny I um they ask you, "What are you willing to do? Like, are you okay with nudity? Are you okay with this, that, and the other?" And I really had to figure mm-hmm. here with myself, like, "Hmm, how bad? <laughs> how bad do you want to make it?" And yeah. um, I accidentally like I left like partial nudity or something on there, and um, I got a call for something, and. I really thought I was going to have to do it. And I was like, Oh no. And I took it (laughs) off there expeditiously. I luckily did not have to, but I just learned that if I'm not comfortable with it, I'm not going to do well with it. And Mm -hmm. so like, let's not, you know, all not waste our time because we can just not do it. And so eventually of course I'll get to a position where I can just pick and choose what I want to do, but I just like to not put myself in situations where I would have to make that decision in the first place.
0: Yeah and that makes sense to me too cuz it's just like it's like okay it's it's always like a a give and take on like how far am I willing to go, and then you like, this, and then you say, okay, this is it, and then you draw your line in the sand, and then something be like, okay, well you can do this, but then do like a little bit of that, and then just continue to push your boundaries. So what would you say to someone that has to establish those boundaries, and like mm-hmm. just say like, you know, listen, I know you want to do that, but you got to know like opportunity that. Doesn't make you feel comfortable. It may not be the right opportunity, or one that doesn't come along in the right way, or mm-hmm. present itself in the right way, or it makes you feel safe in the right ways. That may not mm-hmm. be the right thing to take on. Like, what would you say to um, the creative that's kind of battling that and figuring out like where their line in the sand is? Because you said, "Listen, nudity and then they act, yeah, and then they, you said partial, and then they were like, "Okay, we'll do partial." He's like, "I was just playing." Actually. <laughs> actually
1: um no i think with boundaries the the most important thing is to know first of all what you want what you your values are up front because if you don't know then like like with that i was like i I think i'm okay with partial nudity until i realized i really wasn't and Mm -hmm. so first starting off with yourself knowing what you will and will not do or accept and making that boundary because you can think it all you want to but if you don't actually apply it it's going to get trampled all over people will push it They'll try to figure it out. And if you're not sure, you'll allow it until it's too late. So mm-hmm. that's number one. And then number two, just sticking firm in the fact that like, um, whether you're religious or not, or whatever you believe in, your big shot is not going to rely on you betraying yourself. It's just not. It's If it's, it's for bad. you, it's going to be for you. It, okay. So there's a difference between being uncomfortable because it's out of your comfort zone, Right. and being uncomfortable because this betrays everything that you are. And so right. if you, the more you know who you are, the more you can you know, distinguish between the two. Even if it leads to your sudden stardom and you're amazing and fabulous, if you do something that you're not comfortable with in your spirit, it's never going to feel right in your spirit. You're going to spend the rest of your career trying to fix that when you can just mm-hmm. know what you want and shut it down in the beginning. You're not going to miss anything that's meant for you. You can't miss anything that's meant for you. So just I uh, say knowing what you are, like who you are and what you want and then sticking mm-hmm. to it. You're never gonna lose out. Yeah, I agree
0: with that. That definitely makes sense to me too, because it's just kind of like, you know, if something in your shondo ain't right, you might know that you might need to run it back real quick and think about it and be like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, and just type and just try to take the time. Take your time. I think a lot of the times, myself included, you feel like you have to be a certain clock to get mm-hmm. to where you're trying to get to. And it's and it's like, it's so much better to go about your journey with the right quality in mind, as opposed mm-hmm. to a timeline. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, to me, I feel like it's, it's easier to go towards it. It's like, okay, I'm trying to curate this type of talent and this type of voice for myself. So um, being selective, I think that sometimes creatives may not always feel like they have that room or that space to be to be um to be selective in what they do. At least not in the beginning, right? You feel mm-hmm. like you I know the way that I've perceived it before has always been like, oh well you gotta pay your dues. You gotta do this. You know, you gotta I don't know. You gotta go through, I don't know, some type of like <laughs> hazing mm-hmm. <and> phase yeah. <laughs> like of, of being creative to be able to get to certain levels and honestly that's not always the truth or that's Mm -hmm. not always the case and I do think it's important to at least start out and know like what it is that you would like to do um Mm -hmm. and also understand give yourself the grace because like not that this is your case but it may be a situation where you're like oh I'm not okay with partial duty Mm -hmm. and then you might you know experience different things in life and you're like you know what I might Mm -hmm. change that's okay too you know Mm -hmm. that's okay as well like that's on the flip but it's not right. <laughs> I want to talk about um, the way that you maintain your faithfulness to your art. You know what I'm saying? The way that you maintain your commitment to yourself and to your art. So I really don't see you compromising yourself as a human, but I see that you stay the course because like the course is, a, it, it can be long winding even when you have successes, even when you feel like you have different wins and it's like it's easy to like downplay certain accomplishments too because you know certain goals that you may have set for yourself may not come through or anything like even when you said with like with hair look girl without your 30 25 hours honey they might not have been able to do something so I'm gonna be like no y'all I produced it so you know this is for the credit if you you saw the name oscar. you saw the name you saw the right. name like the, you know i don't get a piece of oscar but doggone you can't tell me nothing right. it's still gonna be it's still for me i still was a part of this journey and you know they wouldn't have had the crowdfund if they didn't yeah. need the crowd funds. so listen. it's like you know okay so, so listen i just wanted to make sure i ran that back like hold up <laughs> No, because I was like that too. I had, um, I've contributed to different crowdfunds as well, and I felt that same way. I was like, I felt pride in it. I was like, okay, well, mm-hmm. i I crowdfunded. I'm for sure about to be up in the spot on the premiere. Okay. I'm about to be, uh, you know, I'm about to look for my name in the little credits and see my name mm-hmm. on the shout outs and see these different things in different festivals and whatever else because it's really exciting. Yeah. Um, it's exciting. So let's not downplay it. But my yeah. question for you is how do you stay motivated? How do you continue to keep that, like to sustain that hunger as you go forward? Because um, sometimes even as a creative, you might have an idea and then you flush it out and it doesn't make sense. Or you might have an idea... <laughs> Like you do all the time. And it's like, oh, you're like, like, huh? What was I talking about? <laughs> and then it's like, or you might have an idea and you might not have the right team built up at that time to to make that happen, or you might have an idea, flesh it out. It's amazing, but then you got to shelf it for a while because it's just mm-hmm. not the time and you don't have the appropriate resources to do that project justice. So, how do you balance all those different things? Have you experienced that?
1: um I have been very blessed to have like a community of people with very similar goals to mine. We don't have an exact end goal. That's the exact same, of course, but a lot of my friends are very, very driven and very, very talented. And so um, I've had, I'm trying to think of a specific time, but I've had um, plenty of times where I've had a huge idea and I'm like, this, this is gonna be the one. And, (laughs) you, you know, something falls through or it's not as good as I expected or Um, We work in an industry that's very, very, (laughs) you know, it's harsh and it's hard and it's, you know, it's oversaturated. Everyone's trying to make it and everything you do is not going to be well received or received at all. You know, if it gets finished. And so luckily, I have a community of people that both push me and inspire me, but also they're there for me. Um, I can think that I've done a body of work and I'm very critical. I'm very hard on myself. And I'm like, well, this was the worst thing I've ever seen and people are, (laughs) my community is there and they lift me up and I'm like, no, this, you could have done X, Y, and Z better, but it's not terrible and you're growing and you know, they, so I have a good support system to lean on. And then also like, this is one thing that's very new for me that I've recently changed um, because I've always been very critical, I've always had all these different goals. And when I found out, even with, like, the, you know, the movie, the, you know, the crowdfunding, and even mm-hmm. with my internship at The View, I found out that once I'm accomplishing things, I was just constantly like, oh, okay, but I didn't do this. Oh, but, like, like this year I made a, a vision board, and I was looking over my vision board, and I kind of laughed because I haven't accomplished anything on my vision. <laughs> like, any, any of the 11 things on there, I haven't done it. But I've done so much in my year, and it's just learning to be present in what's going on instead of just constantly looking down the road at what I want to do, paying attention to what I've done, because it took some effort. You know, I did have to try. I did have to do it, and it's good. Like, everything's not going to be perfect. Everything's not going to be Oscar-worthy, but we're trying. We're out here. We're pushing to create things, and we have to appreciate that like I think sometimes it's looked down upon to you know pat yourself on the back or think like you know what I'm doing pretty good but we are like mm-hmm. you're trying everyone's ideas aren't always going to be great um and just recognizing that like no I didn't accomplish anything on my vision board but I did x y and z and I'm pretty proud of that like mm-hmm. if I might not be where I want to be but I've done things that have made me happy. I've created things, you know. I I have this mind, oh God, last year when Cinderella, the Brandy person, was going to drop mm-hmm. on streaming services, I'm like, you know what? I am going to hop on TikTok. I'm going to do this rendition of Impossible, and I'm going to be both Brandy and Whitney, and it's going to be so cute, and I went and spent all this money at the mall in these little costumes, and I was ready, and then I was tired trying to film, and I didn't want to ask anybody for help because it was and I was tired of like making noise. And those videos, I literally, if I could like go back in time and delete them from the entire sphere of existence, I would do that. (laughs) Um, But I just really have to force myself to be in the moment like, okay, so that was the dumpster fire. But I learned something from it, a dumpster like a dumpster, a dumpster fire. I am so embarrassed. My friends were like, no, send it to I'm like, I won't show anyone this for the rest of my life. Um, maybe when I'm rich and famous, I'll consider it. Um, I'll be so far removed. But I, I learned from it there's Mm -hmm. I'm learning every day that like everything we do teaches us something and you might think you didn't get anything you might think it was a waste of time but nothing's a waste of time and if nothing else I know that I'm gonna shoot it earlier and so Mm -hmm. I can you know I'm gonna ask somebody who's better at you know looking at the angles who can tell me like oh girl you need to something needs to change like it was a learning experience and so I just and then also like I use my little failure as a way to drive me like, okay, next time we're going to do better. <laughs> so yeah. we,
0: not, we gotta grow. It's just like,
1: at least I know what not to do
0: at this point, you know? It's just like, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. that that's important too, because like, first of all, you pick the amazing choice of a production to even care about being able to reenact. And also the thing yeah. about it is it's revered. It's revered. So you can do that anytime. Yeah, last year was the anniversary, but you could quite literally do it anytime and do it to your standard, something that mm-hmm. you're proud of. And honey, people are still gonna receive that. Okay. The point is impossible always. Not.
1: Okay. Impossible things are happening every day. I was but- girl, you oh. took
0: it right out of my mouth. I was two seconds <laughs> off you. I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, because that's Fine. what it. Thank you, okay, because I was going to (laughs) say, because they are, and the thing is, I think the fun part about being a creative is that you can create the impossible as well, you can. That's true. What's impossible for me is not impossible for you, what's impossible for you may not be impossible for me either, so it's like, and the important part about it is like building that support system is like, okay. Well, together, it doesn't matter. My impossible is not your impossible. Your impossible is not my impossible. So we can take these things and stretch ourselves even further. I love Mm -hmm. what you're saying about having a good community of people around you who have similar mindsets, who are also going to pour into you, but also support as well.
1: Get great tips while networking with other creators across the world when you join the One Choice Magazine newsroom. The newsroom is where editors, contributors, and freelancers for One Choice Magazine gather to tell stories, exchange insider information, and develop their expertise. When you join the community, you will get access to workshops, deals on software, creator tools, and special episodes of the Creative Conversations podcast. If you are a creator looking for a safe space to see the beauty in what you do and develop your talent, join the One Choice Magazine newsroom. You can follow on social media at One one Choice Mag Newsroom, and sign up for the mailing list online at onechoicemag.com. What's well,
0: something that you've accomplished that you're super proud of? But it was like a, a rough road.
1: Oh gosh! Oh gosh! Let's see. Oh my goodness. Oh wait, that is gonna sound bad. Wait, hold on, let me think. Because there's something. I know there is something. Um, jeez Louise.
0: Or it could just be your best experience, your best creative experience too. It doesn't have to be like, you know, I think that a lot of people also misconstrue it as like, Oh, it has to be this long trudging struggle. Uh, like, no, it could just be a good experience as well. But you know, just like what was a good experience?
1: You know what? Okay. Let's see. And this is, we're going back. We're going to hit a little nice throwback. Um, um one thing, and this is another thing that I kind of brushed off to the side, because I'm like, girl, don't nobody care about that. But like, I really cared. I didn't care in the moment, but it was one of the things that I wanted. Um, actually, it's two things. So back in college, I was trying to balance. That's when I really learned that I wanted to do both. And I was trying mm-hmm. to balance like, OK, um, you're getting this film degree. You're you know, you're producing, you're doing all that. That's fun. And that's great. But I really, you know, as a performer, I was like, well, I want to be an actress. Like, let me go ahead and be an actress. And um. I had talked to one of my film friends and they were doing a musical. They were shooting a little musical. It's just a student film. It's nothing, you know, huge yet. But um and they asked me to be the like romantic lead and the guy like who was playing the the main character, he's like on NBCs, on CBS, he's he's doing big things. And right. like at the moment I was just like, okay, and I did it, <laughs> but like and I just felt so out of my league, you know, next to him because he's done, you know, all these big things, but I was like, they asked you, they picked you, and you did it, like, mm-hmm. it just, mm-hmm. it's something, like, like, it's something I wanted to do, didn't even know that I wanted to do it, but I did it, and it was, it was okay, but yeah, I did it. and that's, that's something that's pretty big, is realizing that, like, you were able to do it, you might not have the same training he did, you might not have had the same connections he did, but you were still right there in the room, so, yeah
0: yeah, and I think that that's something that's huge. And I think I don't want to call it a struggle, but it's something that people deal with at like at all fronts. At all levels, it's just kind of like, should I even be here? Like, do I even what is this? Like, (laughs) it's just like, should I even be here? Am I a fraud? Am I fraudulent? Do I Mm -hmm. would I have given me this role? Like, no, but that's when we have to step back, and that's when it's like, it's so important to to have those moments of clarity. Like, they could have chosen anybody, you wasn't Mm -hmm. the only person that applied, but they're you're the person they called here, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And it's just like, and um, even going back to faith, it's just like, you know. You're here for a purpose okay (laughs) so it's like Mm -hmm. you know you're called and you're gonna be people that are put in your path and in your journey to help you get to different heights that you didn't know and you don't even understand it you don't and it's like probably in the Mm -hmm. moment and it's just like I feel like you got to take those times in though because it's so important because it's like that's what the whole journey is about you don't want to sell yourself short of this huge experience thinking like oh my god i am not even worthy of this like so like you don't want to rob yourself of the moment trying to figure mm-hmm. out how we even got to the moment
1: <laughs> right i also i have one more i'm so sorry i just thought about what we were oh, talking so- about about the struggle, now I'm losing. Hollywood is a very expensive place to live, um, you know? And when you're chasing your dreams, like you have to make choices that'll, you know, it may flop, it may not, but um, while still trying to pay your bills. And so um, I remember I was sitting on the couch the other day and I was watching this show on Netflix and just looking at them, and like, wow, it's a reality show. And I'm like, they're living the life. Like, I can't wait until I'm there, you know, when I'm successful enough in my craft and um, well-known enough in my craft that I can be just like them. And my Mm -hmm. friend asked me to go to this award show with him. Mm -hmm. And so it was, you know, we get paid, you know, weekly. But it was in the middle of pay period. I just paid some bills and I yeah. had nothing to wear. So I'm like, okay. And I spent my last little money on like a little outfit and getting all my little stuff together. And I went and I'm like, oh my God, like I'm so out of, like again, I'm out of my league. I'm at this war show with icon, literal icons, literal yeah. icons. <laughs> and I hopped on Instagram and saw the people from the TV show were literally right there next to me, like literally at the same event. And I just really had to think about it like, we're here and like maybe I had $20 in my pocket but um I was there and like I am creating like I'm on my way getting there and like these are baby steps and maybe it's not anything amazing yet but when you're in the same room as the greats it's only a matter of time and it's just really realizing that like this struggle is a struggle but it pays off sometimes so
0: That's true. But you know what? I do think that even in that time, too, because it's like I feel like sometimes people glamorize the struggle. But even if those little like those little steps, it may not seem like a lot, but it really is a lot. And that can help sustain you in your journey. You're like, okay, here I am. This is another like gift. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? It's a gift to be here. Yeah. It's like, okay, I got twenty dollars in my pocket. Shoot, they might too. Uh you know, <laughs> it <listen, laughs> is expensive. Okay. So stuff yeah. is real life, like you know what I'm saying? But it's like, you know, okay, but I'm here though, and I deserve to be here. And while mm-hmm. I'm here, somebody gonna feel this journey along the way, you know what I'm saying? Like while I'm here, somebody gonna understand me and feel me and see me and if you don't I see myself I think that that's the biggest thing that I'm getting from you and your stories like I see myself though so that's fine you don't Mm -hmm. you know because I know that as much as I needed this and this at this point in my life and at this juncture or when I was younger as much as I needed it there's still thousands of other people who may still need that same message. And so although you're like, oh, okay, we got more, but it's like, no, we always can use more. It's never Mm -hmm. too much. And I think that it's important to have people like you thinking like, okay, okay, this resonates, this makes sense. And I do think that, yeah, we may not always create our own stories, but all stories are worthy of being told. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I think that, You know, we can't always do stories, but I think as creatives, for me anyway, what I like to do is uh, at least create stories that still resonate with me from a real place. Or it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, at a real level, I may not have gone through this, but I understand how when I was going through this, I still had that same line of emotion and thought and everything Mm -hmm. like this. And it's just like, okay, that's still going to hit me at that same level because I remember when. And it may not be that, but it may be something that draws on that same heart string. And that's something that that's going to make your work. That's what makes your work resonate, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, always got to come from the heart. Always yeah. you know, got to be authentic.
0: I agree. And so how do you stay grounded as you're creating? Because I know you say you spoke about having community and, you know, you first of all, shout out to mama. Shout out to Mama Bridge, okay? okay. literally, yes. She
1: literally, <laughs> before I got on this today, she said, so where can I watch the podcast? I'm like, girl, I will get you the podcast on this and we'll get you the link for you. <laughs> Shout out to you. Shout out <laughs> to you, Mama.
0: <laughs> oh, well, well. <laughs> you know. oh, my God. Yes, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited for any year, you, child. So, like, how do you stay grounded? So you have an amazing support system it sounds like the how do you like stay grounded because i feel like it's such a mental battle it's such a it's you have to make the choice to be mm-hmm. creative you have to make a choice to stay to stay the road and and just stick to your guns and stuff and so like how are you staying grounded when it might seem like oh or or you might slip into being too critical of yourself how do you like pull you know how do you stay grounded and like wait a minute hold up we're taking it too far we're taking it too far let's bring it all the way back that's not accurate you know how do you stay grounded
1: um so i'm trying to think of a good way to say this but like i um so i'm i don't know I am not going to say humble beginnings because that's not it. I grew up um, very, very loved. Um, My parents supported everything I've, you know, I've done. Um, Always made sure I had what everybody has had. But um, I'm from Flint, Michigan, and everything I do, I always, like, yes, I have an amazing support system, but even beyond that, everything I do, somebody will come and tell me or, you know, comment on a post and be like, you know what, I am so proud of you. You keep going. And so even on the days when I want to pack it up, and be like, Mm -hmm. I'm a failure. I'm going home. I remember that there's somebody back home that believes in me. Um, Mm -hmm. I have a little cousin. Um, so I don't have any siblings. My, um, so my, my mother's, my aunt's kids, they're like the closest thing I ever had siblings. And, Mm -hmm. um, my oldest cousin, she has a daughter who is 10 years younger than me. And I just, I think of her and I think of, I can, I'm not even doing it for myself. Like truly, Mm -hmm. like I, when I want to give up on me, I can't give up on them. Um, I might, you know, I might not go anywhere with it, but I know that I'm going to try my best and I'm going to hang in here and figure it out in the meantime. Mm Um, I've just been very, very blessed with the opportunities that I have. Um, I, like I said, I have an amazing support system. Like they believe in me when I don't believe in myself and Mm -hmm. I'm just, I refuse to waste the opportunity and I refuse to let them down. So that's, that's Mm kind of what keeps me, keeps me focused. And, um i feel like also that these stories are necessary they're you know mm-hmm. we need it we do need it yeah. it's, it's that serious and like i just sometimes you gotta step past yourself like okay this ain't about me um because if it was up to me i'd be working a stable job <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah no just just my my people my little village and knowing that i gotta I, it's, it's bigger than me so
0: and I think that that's beautiful because it's just like it's like okay, I'm not only it's like I'm not only doing this. I'm doing this to help someone else. And I think that that selflessness as you drive it, that drives you in your journey is important. It's important to understand it's like who is I do it for me and who I <laughs> who else you doing it for? You know what I'm saying? Like I do it for all my squad over here and over there. And I think it's important to keep that to keep that mentality too. But I also love like a thing that I've seen with you is like in this conversation alone and from knowing you is that like, OK, it's like, yeah, I got all these people, but I'm also still going to hold my own. I'm still going to have my own standard for myself and I'm going to make that transcend in the work that I do. So and I think that when you look at it like that, when you approach it like that, I feel like the quality automatically goes up. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> I feel like the I feel like the listen. Okay, yesterday's price is not today's price. honey. Listen. and listen. But we have a, a certain quality and we have a certain standard that you stick mm-hmm. by, and I think that that's important to understand when you do that because it transcends in the work. Mm-hmm. And so I'm here for that. Yeah. <sighs> oh my goodness. This has been such a good conversation. Is there anything else that you want to share, like just in regards to remaining faithful in your journey, um, how you sustain your creativity throughout that journey? Is there any other like words of encouragement or stories you want to share regarding that?
1: Um, I think um, some good advice I received um, back when I was working for ABC um, they had a panelist come in and he was a big time anchor on a TV show. And he was just like, one thing I recommend is like knowing where you're going or where you're trying to go and you know, because don't hold on too tightly either to what your goal is. Cause sometimes there's a better, something better out there for you, but you need mm-hmm. to know what it is because it's hard to get to your destination if you don't know. And so like when you go get in your car and hop, put on the GPS, you have a location. So just knowing where you want to go. And like I said, knowing who you are, and what you want to do and being confident in that. Sometimes you do got to change the course a little bit. Sometimes you have to be open to a different viewpoint. But when you really truly know who you are and what you want and what you're willing to do for it, um, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's a, Having a good foundation, you can build up from there. Like, that's the most important thing. Um, so that's the advice I was given is to, you know, know your destination. Cause it'll make the, the path a little bit easier. People always say that like, everybody's not an overnight success, but yeah. then there also are people who are. So like either <laughs> you're going to stay here and keep working until you make it. And you know what I mean? You put in hard work. So if you aren't successful already, then that's okay. Because a lot of people aren't immediately. And then mm-hmm. there also are people who are, you don't know what the next big break might be you could post something tomorrow that you didn't feel like posting because you didn't think it was good enough and it could change your whole life and Mm -hmm. if it doesn't keep going until it does like Mm -hmm. we just we live in such a great time right now where anything can happen like we were talking about brandy and whitney and literally the impossible things are happening every day like it's not just a song it's not just a fairy tale movie you never know you never know and just got to be open to giving yourself a chance and believing in yourself. So I know that's cliche. No, but it's real though. And I think that when you think like that, that
0: is what's going to actually help you combat your imposter syndrome you may experience on your journey because like we talked about on this episode sometimes we're like oh i'm just not good enough or whatever and like your support system they might be busy But thing you think if you start thinking i don't know like they might be busy <laughs> and you can't cry out to somebody right then and there sometimes and that's that's real too and you have those real like you know, looking out my window moment and you, like, Literally. I don't know. And then it's like. The rain just, falling down. <laughs> the rain falling, hands <laughs> fogging up the, uh, the thing. <laughs> you know, you can't even see the rain for the tears. But when you're in those darker moments mm-hmm. and, and, it, and we're laughing because we've been there. Right. I know I have. So, listen, it's like laughing because we've been there but it's just like and it's funny to talk about it but it's it's a real place you struggle when you went through. A, yeah, yeah yeah we it's a real place. place exactly we laugh because we didn't came out of it but it's like mm. you think about that but if you have if you transcend your thinking along the way to thinking like anything is possible Stuff does pop, we could take the we could take the scenic route, but also sometimes, you know, on GPS, even with GPS, it'll be like, hey, avoid traffic. <laughs> 10 minutes faster faster. Over here. <laughs> there you let's go. Let's go. And I'm hitting. Absolutely. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Cause like, you what know. I'd rather not. I'd rather not. So sometimes, and I think that I think that's important to just be hooked up to whatever faith, grind yourself in whatever you believe in. Be it your work, be it your faith, be it your community, be it whatever your cause is, I think it's important to root yourself in those things. So at those times where you know you could doubt yourself, or those times where stuff is looking a little futile, it's like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. And I've and I've had multiple moments in my creative journey as well. You know, you take different leaps and then you're like, oh my god, this was real reckless. Like I was like, I don't know what I was doing. I was just playing y'all, but the, the, the now, or then it's like, sometimes it's too late to put me, to be playing. Now it's like, okay, well, we're going to have to work it out and that's okay too. And so in those moments, then you're like, okay, well, we're going to have to grind it out. If I'm going to have to give me a little part time, something, something, then that's what I'm going to have to do so I can okay. make this work so that I can work here and do this and do that and do all the other things. So I think that because it's like you never, like you say, you never know when something is going to pop, but you have to always be diligent in your craft yes. and you have to mm-hmm. always be committed and diligent to your process as well. Because again, I'm open. If I got to take the scenic route for show, But if it pop up that I can avoid 20 minutes, get their 20 minutes basket.
1: <laughs> vroom, boom. <laughs> okay. I'm then I'm
0: dipping. Then I'm dipping on, okay. <laughs> then I'm dipping on them and I'm out. So I think that that's important. Um, Taylor, please tell us how we can support you, love on you, encourage you, be a part of your people in your comments supporting you and lifting you up as well. We want to help you. How can this audience support you is there anything you have to that you want to promote you want to tell us where we can find you on social media because you're part of the creative conversations village at this point and we love you and we appreciate you
1: i love you guys too you're always a (laughs) ray of sunshine anytime i come across paths with you so i'm so honored to be here and to have had this opportunity to talk to you today um i <laughs> i um i mean it's all it's all the truth like uh i anybody know but i feel the, the same op- way the opportunity to meet you it's such a blessing truly girl um, don't start don't <laughs> start
0: it's the same way with you though i just i just love you i really do oh,
1: i love you too I'm not gonna tear up. I'll, I'll cry when it's over. We're not doing this. We're not doing yes. this. Um, I'll cry later when I see you. Right, right. Because you have big things going on, too. Whole oh, premiere tonight. Oh. Anyways, you know. Um, After <laughs> coming off of yours, though. like Listen, you're so booked and busy, everybody. Okay. Period. Whole spot.
0: Period. Period. Listen, God bless the group chat. Y'all didn't heard me say it before. God bless the group chat. If you know, mm. you know
1: always <laughs> yes uh, and there's also sorry last thing I promise I promise I promise No. Um, there is so much strength in community so much you never know who somebody might be and not even in a um I'm trying to build my career kind of way it's yeah. good to have a community like you have Legit. to make it it's great to have people to love and that love you so that's my last right. little and word of
0: everybody and everybody that's just coming from a pure place
1: definitely yeah, um I don't that's one thing, y'all. I, I am working on things, I promise. I I'm she's uh, always now like, She's
0: done that. now. She's always working on something now. Don't yeah. be fooled. Yeah. But you don't have to have anything, but if we if you want people to follow you, send them to your socials of media.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes my my favorite socials of media. Um Instagram. I let me not mess it up though. It's at Tajay underscore I believe there we go so that's me I will be posting I'm gonna try in the new year I'm gonna try to you know be more active in my posting and keeping people posted that way maybe a website is coming soon we'll see but that's that's pretty much it I'm um, yeah always <laughs> down to connect always down to shout out if anybody's working on anything
0: she does and she supports y'all she supports Matthew Cherry and she will support you too. <laughs> 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 well thank you so much taylor we love you i love you thank i feel the you. same way
1: thank you and thank everybody who's listening
0: <laughs> as always subscribe and leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show be sure to share it with a creative person to encourage them on their journey and tag the newsroom at one choice mag newsroom on facebook and instagram it's only up from here